Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Well, uh, what a thrill to come out here and be here from Colorado. That's where Amy and I are from, of course. And of course, your pastors are all there. And I think there was just too much anointing in that state. And so somebody had to leave. And uh, (laughs) I understand Pastor Nancy's having a real good time out there, spending some extended time at the ranch. You know, every once in a while on our news programs, they do show somebody that got into the mountains of Colorado and decided never to leave. And I think they call them hermits or something like that. They, got, they grow real long beards. That's not going to happen, of course. But you better pray that she comes back because you get out there and you kind of just want to stay. You know, but that's all right. Um, call me later, whoever you are. All right. Praise God. Well, um, you know, they said I was out here for the Bible school. That is true, but that's not the only reason I came out here. Uh, we had to come out here for some personal reasons. And... Uh, well, I wish they were happy reasons. They're not happy reasons. You know, sometimes you have things happen in your family that, that are just not happy. And I'm going to share my sad news with you, if that's all right. Uh, it's true. Our dogs got a divorce. Yes. Oh. And it's sad. That's sad. You know, we hate that. But uh, we had two dogs, very sweet dogs. But somewhere the last couple months, they just decided that uh, to get into the fighting business. Yeah. And when I say fighting, I mean we're having to sew ears back on and so <laughs> And the peace level in our house started to drop because, you know, they get an adrenaline rush from doing that. And so uh, they just they just kept at it and kept at it. And all of a sudden, you know, but uh, we're believing all the feelings going to return to my wife's finger. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we got in the middle of it. You're cleaning up blood and stuff like that. And uh, we, ha- we hired a dog trainer. And uh, he came out and started giving love to one of the dogs. The other one got jealous, and they started going at it. And he got up and ran. <laughs> so, so uh, my son, of course, you know, lives out here. So we brought our older dog out here, who my son, when the dog was a puppy, of course, was raised with him. And so Bentley is out here loving it so far. And uh, don't worry. Don't be scared. They're very sweet by themselves. <laughs> But our other, other, other dog's at home, and he hasn't figured out what happened yet. Praise God. So he'll be okay. Now, here's a lesson for us all. When you spend your years endeavoring to live the faith life and believing that your words matter and, and that your words have power, careful what you name your dog. Because uh, we, we, named, we got this cute little boxer puppy, and we were trying to think up names, and we thought Bugsy, Bugsy Siegel. How many remember Bugsy yeah. Siegel? Well, he was a famous gangster, and he was known to shoot first and ask questions later. And we kind of had to repent for naming our dog that because it just came to pass in our house. Now, if you've, uh, how many here you've read Fearless? Uh, That should be most of you because everybody at World Harvest Church reads the book of the month. I know that everybody does. But, you know, I'm fearless. You know, I wrote about the fact that you don't mess with the peace in our home. And you don't mess with the peace in in your life. I might ship you out to California if you do. (laughs) Praise God. Are you you okay for us to look in the Word of God tonight and see what God has for us? Praise God. I wanted to say hello. It's been so long since I've been here. It's good to see you. I hope it's good Good to see see me. Praise God. We had a great time in the Bible school this morning. Just... uh, You know, wonderful. We're expecting a good time all week long. Praise God. In your scriptures, going to have you turn to the second chapter of the book of Hebrews. 
Oh, this is so awesome outside. I kind of, yeah. I kind of like it. I got to tell you. You know, back in the days of when the New Testament was written, I imagine they had a lot of outdoor meetings. Uh-huh. And uh, indoors, outdoors, how many know God can move among it all? Absolutely. And Amen. God can bring you your help tonight. Amen. Uh, he's ministered some things to me. I'm going to endeavor to minister it to you. But you know, you have a part to play in this yes. also. Amen. And uh, how many are you going to do your part? Yes. What is your part? Well, to, to be a receiver and to be a responder. Yes. Amen. Be a receiver and a responder. How many are going to say, I'm getting all I came for tonight? I'm getting all I came for. Not going to leave anything in the parking lot. <laughs> no? And uh, you guys are in the handicapped space. We'll pray for you later. <laughs> Now, <clears throat> in Hebrews chapter 2, are you there? Yes. We want to read in this 14th verse, and I'm going to just share some, some different scriptures with you, perhaps, as long as our light permits. But in Hebrews 2, verse 14, it says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also, talking about Jesus, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy. You like that? Yeah. Destroy, obliterate, annihilate. Destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. And, well, let me stop right there. Did he do it? Did, did Jesus in his death, did he accomplish what this verse said he was to accomplish? You, but you know he did. He destroyed the one who had the power of death. Amen. Now, the strongest kind of death there is, is spiritual death, yeah. not physical death. And you know there is no group of devils, there is no demonic army, there is no force of darkness that if a, if a believer hears the gospel and receives Christ, there is no force that can keep them from passing from death unto life. Ha. Right. Why? They, they, their ability to hold somebody in the realm of death has been destroyed. destroyed. Yes. destroyed yes so sorry mr <laughs> devil but it's it's the truth it is the truth yeah. he destroyed him who had the power of death and, and look at the next verse if you would please and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage deliver them i believe the amplified bible says that he might deliver and completely set free. Anybody here have that translation? Did I have it right? He might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were subject to bondage. Woo! Amen. Amen. Now somebody tell me, the, you think about that word bondage. Not a good word. It's, it's when limitations are forced upon you. Yeah. It's when boundaries are forced upon you. And uh, don't you know that's what the enemy's all about? Yes. Trying, to, trying to keep you limited, trying to keep you bound, trying to keep you from going places and doing things that need to happen. Yes. And somebody give me a good word that's the opposite of bondage. Freedom. 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 Yes. I want to minister to you about freedom tonight. Amen. Freedom. Freedom. I looked up that, the uh, origins of that word freedom. And the word 
D-O-M, it's actually two words, free, dom, and dom is where we would get the word dominion. Free dominion, free reign, free to go, free to move, ding, ding, you're now free to move about the country if you remember those commercials from yes. Southwest Airlines. Yeah. Friends, I want to proclaim to you tonight that you're free. Yeah. You yes. are free. Amen. You've been set free. Amen. The one who, has the who had the power to keep you bound does not have that power anymore. Amen. Not if you know about your deliverance. Not if you know what's happened for you. Not if you know what's been accomplished for you. No, you don't have to be bound any longer. Not by anything. Not by anything. You've been, you've been set free. I have no particular order that I know of. of some, I just have some scriptures in my heart. Go over to the 14th chapter of Leviticus because I was just reminded by the flock of birds that I'm sure will not <laughs> drop anything <laughs> as they fly over. But, but go over to Leviticus 14. And how many believe God is helping us already here tonight? Yes, yes. Anybody ever been in Leviticus before? Yes. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? Yes. Thank you. You in Leviticus. And the Lord, verse 1, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest and the priest shall go forth out, out of the camp and the priest shall look. And behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, yeah. then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds. Everybody say two birds. Two birds, two birds alive and clean and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. Now picture this for a second. Can anybody imagine birds? <laughs> There's birds all over. There's a, there, I mean, there's a, there's a bird for each person here. Two birds for each person if need be. That's how many's flying over right now. And you take one of those birds and you kill that bird. And then you take the other one and you take, you take some cedar wood. Put it together maybe like that. <laughs> you, put, you put one piece of wood that way. You put the other piece of wood that way. And then you tie it with that scarlet, with that hyssop, with that red. Huh? Anybody see the, the symbolism here? Yes. And you take that living bird, the one that was cleansed, and you dip it in the blood. You, 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 apply, the, you apply what happened on that cross of wood, and you, you apply that blood to the living bird. And then check this out. You ready for this? Verse 7, And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> What's he doing? He sees that the leprosy is cleansed. But he, but he has to help the individual maintain that position of healing. And he, and he says he dips that wood, that bird in the blood of the other bird. 
And he said, now you watch this, healed person. Watch this. This is you. This is you. Free. Free. You're free. Free to fly. Free to move about the country. Come on. Free. A price has been paid. Blood has been shed in order for you and I to be free. And friends, can I just tell you how serious God is? about us walking in our freedom. He's been emphasizing it to me uh, for, for quite some time now. Uh, tonight I was meditating. I, I didn't have a direction necessarily till I sought him because I, I was in the school today and didn't want to preach tonight, this morning. You know how that goes. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I'm just seeking God this afternoon. And yeah. he spoke these words to me. He said, I want my people free. Amen. Amen. And then he said this, free every day, free every, day. Free every way. Free every day. Free every way. Well, Jesus died. Am I not free? Well, yes, you are from God's perspective. But can I show you that there are levels of freedom that one can walk in? Can I show you that from the Scripture? Can we go to John, the eighth chapter? Praise the Lord. He's helping us. Amen. How y'all doing in the back of the lot? You doing good back there? Can you hear me okay? Good. Good. If you can't, come closer. Stay six feet away, but come closer. We, we, know, the law, we know the laws of the land by now. Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, what a year we're all having, huh? The world is having its craziest year yet. And what are we having? We, we having our best year yet. And the world is welcome. They are most welcome to join us. They are welcome to join us. And, and go from the worst to the best. Praise the Lord. And do you know this? The rest of the year can be the best of the year. Well, that's what we're having. And we're just inviting you. I said the rest of the year. Can be the best of the year. Where'd we tell you to go? There's some good stuff in John 8. Verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him. So who's he talking to? Doubters? He's talking to believers. Right? He's talking to his followers. He said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall do what? The truth shall make you free. The truth shall make you free. And you might think, Brother Joel, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I got saved. I'm free. Well, can I ask you a question? Do you know all the truth there is to know? Huh? If it was just knowing one truth. Now, don't get me wrong. One truth. One truth. Christ died for your sins according to the Scriptures. Rose again. You can receive Him. You can be saved. You can be born again. That one truth. That will make you so much freer than you ever were before. Amen. But that's not all the truth there is. Therefore, that's not all the freedom that there is. That's so good. Amen. Hey. Amen. 
you can be freer. As long as there's more truth to know, you're not as free as you can be. Now, I don't know if anybody here has been incarcerated before. doesn't matter whether you have, whether you haven't. Um, I have for one day. It's a, it's a funny story, kind of a long story. I won't tell you now. And it wasn't recent either. But anyhow. <laughs> but may I just say it was unpleasant. And uh, your greatest desire is to be free. free. <laughs> Get me out of the confines of this thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as you can see, I did. Glory to God. God did. And, and, I, and I'm not in that box anymore. But, you know, there's folk, who, there's folk who have received Christ, yet they're walking around in a virtual prison. Uh-huh. Yeah. True. There, there, there are other areas of their life in which they're, to a degree, bound. And it, for most of us, and I'm just being honest here, trying to be transparent. Yeah. Most of us, including yours truly. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you find that, wait a second, there's areas where I'm not as free as the word says I could be. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. What does that mean? Find more truth. truth. Yes. <laughs> because it's yeah. the knowledge of the truth. It's the continuation in the, it's the continuing in the truth. That will bring about greater degrees of freedom That's in your good. life. Very good. Amen. 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 You might say, well, I can, I'm not free like I want to be in this area. Start hearing truth in that area. Yes, yes. Start hearing truth and then you'll see things that you hadn't seen before. Right. And the more you see, the more you're free. I know my wife will help me. Come on. I said, the more you, the more you see, the more you see, the more you're free. Oh, glory. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. I got to help myself to a little shout here. Right? So, so when Jesus was preaching this, he said, you'll know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And they answered him. Now, who are we talking about? We're talking about his followers. He said, we're Abraham's seed. And we're never in bondage to any man. Why are you saying to us, you'll be made free? See, what was their issue? As far as they knew, they were free. Their concept of freedom was, or their concept of bondage was, I've never been, uh, I've never been in forced labor. I've never been in that kind of slavery. Therefore, I think I'm free. And Jesus is like... <laughs> Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say to you, whoever commits sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abides not in the house forever, but the son abides ever. So you commit a sin, you, you, do, you do the crime. How, how do you say it? Commit the crime. Thank, thank you. I knew I could count on you. You commit the crime, you do the time. That's what he's saying. You, you're going, you, you sin, you'll be the servant, you'll be the slave of sin. Yes, yes. And the slave doesn't get to live in the master's house forever. He said, but there's sonship for you. You can go from slave to son. See, what was that? That was a level of freedom that they didn't know. That was a, le- that was a kind of freedom that they hadn't yet experienced, hadn't yet heard of. So what does he do? He tells you, he tells them about, he tells them the truth that would make them free. Yes. 
It's not just physical slavery, guys. Yes, correct. You're Abraham's seed. Yeah, you're not in slavery. But you are, there, there is such thing as being enslaved to sin. Being enslaved to sickness. How about, how about some of the other byproducts of sin? Being in, being in financial bondage. Being in abusive relationships. There's freedom. There's freedom. There's freedom. How do you get it? Know the truth. Know the truth. Know the truth. How are you going to know the truth? Got to hear the truth. Got to receive the truth. And, and notice how Jesus finishes this conversation. The servant, the servant doesn't stay in the house forever. The son stays forever. For, forever free. Forever free. If you're a son of God, if you're a child of God, you are forever free. Forever free. Forever free. Forever free. Forever free. You might say, how long are you going to say it? Till some of you guys hear what I'm saying and say it along with me. Hello, forever. Forever free. Forever free. Forever free. Never be in slavery. I'll never be in slavery again. Never. I'll never be in bondage again. Not one day. No way. Free. That's me. <laughs> you want to try that on yourself? Point to yourself. Come on. And make your face light up. Stop looking at me like, stop making me look at what I'm looking at. Say, would you fear uh, uh, free? That's me. Come on, turn to your neighbor, prophesy to him, say, free. That's me. And Jesus said, if the son, verse 36, if the son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Other translations say you shall be really free. What's he saying? There's levels of freedom you have yet to experience, but they're for you. They're for you. Now, I can listen, guys, I can just testify to you what it was like for this Jewish young man. <laughs> Bar mitzvah, went to Hebrew school, could recite the prayers. Da -da -da -da. I mean, the first service I ever preached was in Hebrew. You know, nowhere to go but up from there, right? So, <laughs> and, uh, you know, really just kind of left that because there, I couldn't, I wasn't finding any tangible benefit in my life from that. No, I mean, I'm not against anybody, uh, but, but it's, it's just, uh, it was not providing, let me just say it this way, looking back on it, it imparted no life to me. And it never will. And so, you know, as a Jewish young man, when I said yes to Jesus, when I received him, when I turned from my old life and turned from my life of sin, and I said, I didn't know the right thing to pray, didn't know the right words to use, but really I just sat there in my friend's Volkswagen Beetle uh, on the beach at Holly in Hollywood, Florida that night. You remember that night, January 1st, 1986. We'd been out all night, watched the sun come up there at the beach. And I said, Jesus, first time, first time I used that word when I wasn't cussing at somebody. Jesus, if you can do anything with my life, I give it to you. And instantly... Instantly, it was like something rolled off. It was like a weight rolled off of me. 
I, 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 didn't, I didn't know how to quantify it. I couldn't put it into words. But I passed from death to life, spiritually speaking. The light had come. And thank God, I mean, I resisted and I resisted and I resisted. And my friend would talk to me about heaven and hell. And I'd tell him which one to go to. And I, and I, I, I you know, I just, I just kept resisting. But God kept loving. And love is stronger than resistance. And I finally, I finally said yes. And instantly, I was, I experienced a freedom. I experienced a freedom I'd never experienced. Never. But that's not the only freedom there is. That's not the, that's amazing. Not diminishing that. But there's levels of freedom that our whole lives will never, because we'll never exhaust the body of truth that God's given us in His Word, because we'll never get it all here in this life. You'll never, you'll never cease to be able to experience one freedom after another freedom. And you can be free in every area of your life. You can be free in every area. Go with me to, chat, to uh, Luke, please. And if you can't see your Bible anymore, get your phone out. <laughs> That's why we have those Bibles on the phone, so we can meet outside in the dark. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, glory, glory. Yeah. Free, that's me. Free, 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 free. That's me. That's me. That's me. Free. Really. Really free. Really. Really free. You know, there's some folk, there's some folk. Listen, I get it. I get it. This was me. I'd been born again. I told you what happened. I mean, I, I went from death to life spiritually. It was amazing. But I'll tell you what, I'd get around my friend. I had some friends. They were those charismatics. You know what, they, you know what those are? Charismatics. I thought that that was a word that meant crazy Christian. Because they would, well, my friend Rock especially, <clears throat> Rock, he was, he was one of those, I mean, he'd hear gospel music and he'd lift his hands and just praise God. And I'm like, what a weirdo, what is wrong with him? And then we'd be watching all great, one of the, just one of the great all-time preachers, watching Brother Swagger on TV, uh, just preaching, you know, back, back in the early 80s, and we'd watch him, and, and, and Rock would just sit there and start crying oh Jesus thank you Jesus I'm like that's weird <laughs> but what did I think was so weird what was he free. he was he was giving free expression I'm not talking about emotions I'm not I'm not talking about being emotional huh I'm talking about being free to give expression to the thing being free to give praise. Yes. Oh my Lord, the first time I actually lifted my hands in public, I was convinced everybody was staring. I was convinced I'd open my eyes and everyone would be looking at me. And I didn't know uh, halfway, full way, palms out, palms in. I didn't know the protocol. And you know, remember the, the deodorant commercials about lift your hands if you're sure? I just wasn't sure. And just so self, 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 
conscious. Now, I know nobody here would be in that same condition, but you know, so I'm just preaching this for people you know that you can share this with. <laughs> but I tell you what, I got to see the truth. I got to see the truth that the Bible teaches that we're to lift, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubt. And, and, I, and I, got to, I got to see that. And I got free in that area. And I'll tell you, when I, got, when I took that step and I finally said, well, I don't care who's staring. Finally realized they're all focused on the Lord, not me. What a revelation. <laughs> when I finally realized that and I just lifted my hands and you know, kind of let her rip potato chip. You know what I mean? Just, just praise God. That was a level of freedom. That was a level of freedom. I hadn't experienced that before. And you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of believers in churches just like this one. Like I said, I know none of you are here tonight. But, but I mean, believers in churches just like this one. But that's where you are. But you know, act on the word that's been preached. Act on what you've heard. And, and determine that you're not going to let anybody steal the freedom that's been provided for you. You're not going to let a wrong thought steal from you. You're not going to let your own self-consciousness steal from you. Not stealing anything. Not stealing anything. You know, Brother Hagen tells the story about pastoring these Pentecostal churches. And uh, he'd say, man, the, the people in that church, they dance at the drop of a hat. You know what I mean? And he said, uh, he said I, I just would wait for them to shut up so I could get back to preaching my sermon. And he said, my wife said, you could preach in a wash pan because you just never moved. Just stood there, gave his points, you know what I mean? And he said, he said, I just finally realized they were getting a blessing that I wasn't getting. And you know what he said one night? He just said, he said these two words, here goes. <laughs> There's some folk need to say those two words. There's some folk just need to say, here goes. And he said, I jumped. He said, I jumped down there. And when they say, said that the tail of his, uh, you can have, now that men's suits, they cut them with a, with a uh, cut in the back. And like this one has a center cut. Anybody want to see my, my rear parts here? <laughs> this one has a, a cut in the center, but they make them that have the, the two cuts on the side. So you have a flap in the back. He said that flap was standing straight up. He said he was just, he was just dancing so hard. You know, that, that flap was standing straight up. And he said, I got a blessing I'd never got before. Why? Why? He experienced a level of freedom he'd never been to before. Anybody seeing some things? Good, because the more you see, the more you're free. <laughs> did you find that scripture that I was thinking to tell you about? Luke chapter 4. Did you get to Luke chapter 4? Oh, glory to God. You know the best thing about these services out here? There ain't no clock on the wall. <laughs> You got to forgive me. I am happy. I am. Uh, I am. I'm free <laughs> and getting freer, getting freer. I mean, when it, you know, if I go too long, they'll send security to usher me out. Don't you worry about it. Praise the Lord. But in verse 18, Luke chapter four, are you ready for this? Amen. Amen. Strap, strap yourself into your lawn chairs, if you would, because you've got to be careful here. The Spirit of the Lord yeah. is upon me, Jesus said, because He has anointed me to preach good news yes. to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart. Look at this, to preach deliverance. Yeah. What's, del what's another word for deliverance? Freedom. 
Freedom, 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 freedom to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Get me the Amplified Bible really quick. Verse 18 before I just explode. It says, are you ready? Are you ready? Verse 18 in the Amplified says, To proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord. You ready? The day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Profusely abound. Whoa! Profusely. You know, if you say somebody was bleeding, bleeding profusely, you know it was a gusher. But what was Jesus saying here? This was, this was uh, you know, one of the first sermons recorded that Jesus preached. And we have reason to believe he, re- he preached it more than once, you know. Might have preached it all over the place. He got up and he, what did he proclaim? Captives, you're free. You bound, you're free. I'm proclaiming today is the day of freedom. Today is the day of deliverance. Today is the day of your release from captivity, your release from bondage. You don't ever have to be bound anymore by anything. You're free. You're free. The, uh, the, the favor and grace of God for you to be free has profusely abounded to you. Just profusely abounded. Yes, Brother Joel, that's good. Well, thank you. you thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Glory to God. According to the Bible, it's not okay with the Lord for you to be bound by poverty. No, no, no. There's a the gospel. For the, the gospel for the poor is that you don't ever have to be poor anymore. That's the God. According to the Lord, it's not okay for you to be brokenhearted. Honey, I know, I know things have happened. I know you've been through, but it's time to get over. It's time to get past. Amen. There's freedom for that heartbreak. There's freedom. And it is not okay to live in that place. Not okay with the Lord. He he wants his people free. He he raised his his children, Israel. They got enslaved. They got they got held captive. And he he raised up a guy named Moses and he said, Moses, you tell them that I told you to tell them to let my people go. You let my people go. I'm speaking to that heartbreak tonight. You go. You go. But you got to speak to it. You got to kick it out. Amen. You got free dumb. You got free dominion. Take that dominion over that stuff. Say, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. No heartbreak comes on me. Careful, guys. If you keep encouraging me like that, I'm going to really start preaching. You're in the $50 seats. I hope you know it. Come on. (laughs) Free, 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 free. That's me. That's me. That's me. Captive no more. We we, listen. We're in the glorious liberty of the children of God. We we got glorious liberty. Glorious liberty. Glorious liberty. Oh, my goodness. 
How else do you say it? How else? Do you, what else do you do? Amen. Free, 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 free. I'll never be bound another day in my life. How about you? As long as there's more truth to hear, there's more freedom that you can have. Do not accept the limitations. Do not accept the boundaries that circumstances and voices and your own thoughts try to draw in your life. Believe God. And you can go yes. from one level of freedom yes. to another level of freedom. Yes. And, and, and next thing you know, you feel like, I don't know what this is. But I mean, compared to that, where I was last year, it's like I wasn't even saved. You can go, you can, you, it can change. All it takes is more truth. More truth. Yes. And I probably, you don't, you don't even think for a second that Jesus lied when he said, if I make you free. You are really, really, really. Not just your definition of, okay, I've never been in servitude to another man. I've been my own boss. No, no, not just that definition. God's definition of freedom where the limitations in every area of your life are blown through by the truth of God's Word. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Master. Lift your hands. Come on, everybody. Why don't you stand up and praise Him? Oh, we thank you. Oh, we thank you. We bless you. Oh, you set us free. You've set us free. You've set us free. You've set us free. Hallelujah. Freedom. Freedom. Bondages are past. I am free at last. Freedom, ha. freedom, I am free, I'm free indeed. Sing it with me now, freedom, yeah, freedom, bondages are past, bondages are past, I'm free at last, I am free at last. Freedom, freedom, I'm free, I am free, I'm free indeed. You're getting it, sing it again, would you? Freedom, ha, freedom, bondages, bondages are past, I am free at last, I am free at last. Freedom, I am free, I'm free. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.